Hi, welcome back to the Only Cure for Borderline Personality Disorder podcast. I'm Shamala Del Rosario. I'm 54. I'm a wife, a mother, grandmother, and I've lived with borderline personality disorder for my entire life. I was convinced that there was something fundamentally wrong with me and that I was unfixable. But from the moment that I stumbled across Brian Barnett, my misperceptions began to unravel. I strongly suggest that you do subscribe to the Last Symptom podcasts to help you join the dots for your own recovery. And as I continue to do the inner work to root out that underlying subconscious core belief that my feelings are inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth and therefore so am I, I'll be using this podcast platform to share my insights and thoughts. And just to be clear, these are my personal experiences and insights. I'm not qualified in any field of emotional or mental health, and anybody that chooses to listen is responsible for their own feelings, thoughts and actions. Hi there, I hope you're all well. You know, the things that I talk about are the things that I've had to call myself out on. And if I can call myself out and also help you in the process, then I'm going to call that a win-win. I'm glad that you can resonate, and I really hope that it helps you with your own inner work. Today, I wanted to talk about people-pleasing. Are you a people-pleaser? It's not a trick question. I bet you are. Maybe just with certain people. Who do you want to please? Children? Parents? Partners, bosses, friends, strangers, the world. Who are you trying to please right now? And how do you feel when you try to please somebody, but it doesn't work? They aren't pleased. They aren't happy. Do you feel anger, resentment, frustration? unworthiness, failure, no matter what I do, it's never enough. How do I know that? Because I did too. If I'm honest, I used to feel a sense of betrayal if the person wasn't pleased with my people pleasing. I mean, didn't they know how hard I tried to please them? How hard I tried to be good and nice all the time? It was like acid on my skin. Do you also expect your children, parents, partners, bosses, friends, strangers, the world to please you too? I thought so. I wanted to be a nice person. What could be wrong with that? Helping others, giving selflessly, staying tuned in to the feelings of others. What's so bad about that? I wanted to be accepted loved and approved of by others. Like a lot of you, I grew up putting other people's needs and wants first. I'd learned that doing things for other people and accommodating them gave me attention and approval. I didn't want to see people hurt or upset. I felt it was my responsibility to come to their rescue and ease their problems and pain. I liked feeling indispensable and being told I was good. 
I liked making people happy. My own happiness didn't come into it. I was happy because they were happy. And as as an adult, I continually tried to gain certain people's approval, make them happy and help them whenever needed. I didn't know where I ended and where other people began. I just assumed that this was how my relationships were meant to be. And I did, I often felt lost, drained, empty and secretly resentful. The journey to being honest with myself and then with others has been a gradual and often painfully uncomfortable one. It hadn't occurred to me how much of my life and actions were built around being kind to others just for the sake of staying safe, looking good, avoiding conflict or rejection. If I'm honest, most of my actions were tainted with manipulation and downright dishonesty. I've surrounded myself with people who were dependent on me as a way to be liked and to create indebtedness in exchange for a sense of safety and, yeah, love. Ask yourself, were you told you're too sensitive, you're so emotional, you're overreacting, just toughen up and get over it? Did this lead you to absorb the message that maybe you really are too sensitive? Maybe your feelings really don't matter that much. And maybe you really should just toughen up. Did you ridicule, deny and silence your own perceptions in order to adapt and survive? I'd become a people pleaser, not simply because I wanted to be a nice person or help others, but due to a specific reason. Shame. That distorted core belief that my feelings had no value, that I had no value. I'd given control over my life to other people out of shame. I'd let shame steal my life and well-being. When I dug down into my past behaviour, it was obvious that people pleased due to a fear of certain situations. All of them originating from that distorted foundation perspective that I had believed since early childhood. This was just another symptom. I was hungry for the approval of others. I was preoccupied about what others thought and felt. I was afraid of being rejected or abandoned. I was afraid of saying no, setting limits or seeming mean or bad. I became stuck in relationships where I gave more than I got. I was overworked because of an imagined sense of personal responsibility. I neglected my own needs. I became exhausted and burned out trying to take care of others. You know, some people pleasers probably don't even think of themselves as people pleasers. I know that I didn't. And so we continue to invalidate our own feelings, assessing the needs and preferences of the people around us and then changing ourselves to suit their needs, being polite, agreeable and affirming whilst hiding our anger, unhappiness or even illness, concealing our feelings expertly 
So much so that often we didn't even realise that what we want, need or feel. Avoiding conflict at any cost. Throwing ourselves under the bus to avoid or resolve conflict. Believing our value comes from what we do and not who we are. Having a constant sense of striving, you know, being preoccupied with perfection. Feeling responsible for other people's feelings whilst denying our own. Apologising for things that aren't our fault and denying ourselves credit for things that we do well. You know, every people pleaser started off as a parent pleaser. A child that didn't feel worthy of love and afraid of being rejected and abandoned by loved ones. Seeking approval as a way to suppress that fear. A child that had emotionally distant parents that were worried, stressed out or very busy with other things. We take these fears into our adult relationships too. Believing that we can't disagree or not do as our loved ones want or displease them in some way because our family or partner will stop loving us and leave. We don't feel emotionally secure in our relationships. We try to avoid conflict and others' anger at all costs and do anything to diffuse a confrontation or an argument. That usually means backing down or or not, not disagreeing even if the other person is in the wrong. It means saying yes when we really want to say no. We fear upsetting someone and causing an argument so don't speak up about what's bothering or hurting us and we don't reveal our true feelings. We do all we can to keep the peace believing that conflict of any kind is bad for relationships. But our peacekeeping behaviours builds a stronger barrier to emotional intimacy. It stops our relationships growing and maturing. And it is emotionally exhausting. The harmony that we work so hard to maintain is nothing more than a charade. There's always an undercurrent of anxiety resentment and frustration. As people pleasers, we want to find instant solutions to problems in order to minimise any potential conflict, regain harmony and soothe any negative feelings. But we don't take the time to find an effective solution and as a result, the problems are never fully resolved. We're afraid of our own anger and so repress it or direct it at ourselves. We mistakenly believe nice people don't get angry. We recoil at perceived criticism or the thought of being disliked. We need other people's good opinions of us. We crave approval and think that accommodating everyone else will somehow protect us. We hide ourselves behind a mask of niceness and find it impossible to separate our self-worth from our actions. Fearing others' bad opinions of us makes us feel we can't show that we're fallible and flawed, basically a normal human being. We judge ourselves very harshly 
and set ourselves unrealistic expectations. We feel that we need to be perfect in order to be accepted or loved. We believe we can't make mistakes or risk upsetting or disappointing people. We need to be needed. We take other people's actions, behaviours and emotions personally, believing that we're responsible for making others feel better. And we become anxious if we can't soothe or help somebody else. Soaping, soaking up their negative emotions because we've become so accustomed to how they felt, placing their emotions, emotional well-being before our own. So ask yourselves, what am I thinking that makes me want people please? Are you seeking validation or credit from someone so that it'll make you feel worthy or important or needed? Do you feel obligated or shamed into pleasing? Do you believe it's selfish not to please others? Do you think it's your job to make sure everybody's having a good time and everybody's having nice emotions? Now the problem with that is it assumes that we can have some kind of control over somebody else's emotions. We're trying to control their response, control their emotions, control what they're thinking. We want some kind of approval from them. We like to have people like us. We're addicted to approval. Do you pretend to like something that you really don't like, just so somebody else will like you? Or do you say yes to something that you clearly don't want to do? Do you say yes so that people will think a certain way about you? So that they'll approve of you? So that they'll like you? Do you pretend to agree with something that you don't really agree with so that you don't hurt someone's feelings or that you don't cause any disturbance of any kind? Are you using your people-pleasing behaviour as a way to manipulate somebody else to think of you in a certain way, treat you a certain way or approve of you? It is manipulation because you're not being true, you're not being your true self. And so the whole situation is false. You're not being true to yourself. So whatever they think about you, they don't really think about you. They think it about whatever version of you that you've presented to them. We're lying to other people when we people please. We end up betraying ourselves and disconnecting from our true self. We think we're doing it in order to connect with other people, but we really aren't because they're connecting with a version of us that's not really us. What we're doing is ignoring ourselves, ignoring our own feelings, ignoring our own beliefs, ignoring our own desires, ignoring our own priorities, Ignoring all those things in order to make everybody else happy. And here's the truth. You can't make other people happy. You can't use your behaviour to manipulate them to feel happy because other people's emotions are caused from their own thoughts. 
Instead of looking for validation from other people and the outside world, we need to search inwards. In order to ease our fear, it's important to face it, no matter how painful it feels. Understanding our fear helps us to move forward. It's not about changing certain behaviours. Behaviours, they're just symptoms of shame. What we need to do is to root out shame. And once we get to the core problem and go about fixing it, that is when our behaviours change. When we hand so much control over to other people, their criticism can be devastating. But this is only because we're greatly overestimating the importance of what they think. I've realised that someone's opinion of me is none of my business. It's impossible to control their thoughts about me, no matter what I do. It's okay to say no and not feel guilty or ashamed. I'm not betraying somebody if I don't want to do what they want or I disagree with them. And just because somebody doesn't like me, it doesn't mean I'm unlikable. Just because I sometimes want to focus on myself, doesn't mean I'm selfish. When I stopped focusing on other people, I saw that the only thing I needed to control was my part of my relationships. There's no need to try to control others' reactions because I'm not responsible for their thoughts or emotions. When I stopped basing my identity on my relationships and that distorted core belief, I stopped hiding myself behind people-pleasing behaviour. I started to set boundaries. And as my self-love, self-acceptance and self-respect grew, my relationships improved too. It isn't selfish to think about what you want and need. It isn't selfish to make decisions about your life based on what you want and need rather than to merely please others. You owe it to yourself to examine why you people please. You owe it to yourself to take care of you first. Well, that's it for me. I hope you all have a great week ahead. I've got my grandson for the whole weekend. He's nearly two, so he'll definitely keep me on my toes. Thank you so much for listening. And as ever, please do continue to like, comment, share and subscribe. And if you could leave me a review, that would be really, really great. And hopefully we'll speak again soon. Bye.